Hey podcast listeners, welcome to our latest edition of Brain Lava, Timo Diaz podcast dedicated to all things marketing and technology. I'm Patty Rio, president of Rodia, and today we have an extra special guest, JJ Latia, our technical coordinator, who usually is on the other side of this microphone recording and editing, has decided to come into the spotlight and join me. Indeed I have. Welcome. Thanks. So we have been podcasting for four months, five months, six months. I don't even know. Four months? Yes. All right. So we have been podcasting for four months now. And we really started this as experiment and as a learning for us. We think that voice and podcast are absolutely places where marketing's going, right? Yes. And we decided we needed to get good at it. So we've been getting good at it for the last four months. And through that process, I think we've learned a thing or two. I fear like the whole team has learned a few things of not only podcasting and being recorded, but also being comfortable doing it as well. Yeah. And being pushed out of that comfort zone. Yeah. For some of us, some of us more extroverted team members, a little bit easier for some of our more introverted team members, a little bit tougher, but I think you're the last, right? Everyone has now sat in front of this microphone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. We, we made our goal for the year. We did. So what do you think are some of our lessons learned that we can help other folks who are considering it, who are saying, no way, I'd never be comfortable in front of a mic, who don't know how to get started. What, what do you think we've learned in 16 episodes? So the first thing is really just diving into it. You can't half go into it, but you pretty much need to get the equipment, the software, and also take the time to actually learn the software and know what it can do and can't do, and then be able to translate that and practice it with throughout this process. It doesn't have to be 100% perfect, just like in ours, we have sirens and construction else going outside the window since we don't have a full on studio, which is completely fine. It's what we're okay with. So it's kind of what you're okay with. So, do you think that, um, like recording off of your phone, because a lot of us can, can do voice recordings on phone, is that good enough quality for a podcast? It can be. If you're, as long as you're quiet in your quiet zone and not having any kind of buzzing or anything like that, you can actually record yourself and just export it. But yeah, you have to be in a quiet zone. And if you're not, then. The phone actually picks up more than what a decent quality microphone is able to pick up. And the voice levels that it picks up, you aren't going to be able to edit as clearly through a f- your phone than you could do through a actual decent mic. So we're sitting in front of a decent mic and this thing costs a hundred bucks. Yeah, a hundred bucks. So for a hundred bucks, you can get a decent mic and deal with some outside noise, but help make it that you can kind of edit it a little bit quieter. Yes. Awesome. So one lesson learned: if you're going to go in, kind of realize it's going to be an investment of some equipment, 
and also a lot of time, right? So yeah. you edit all of our podcasts, and our podcasts range from what three minutes to ten minutes, eighteen minutes. minutes. Eighteen minutes. How long does it take you to edit one of our podcasts? So it really depends on who, how many people are on there. If there's two people, then it's a little bit harder because you have to try and equal out those two people, interviewer and interviewee, and then be able to make it sound like it's coming from the same spot throughout or else you're going to get this drifting sound and you can tell that they're drifting away or closer to the mic if they aren't sitting in that one same position. And I never sit in the same position. No. So you always have yes. to do that for me. And we had some trial and error in the early days as far as how close Patty could get to the microphone is. Allegedly, I strongly pronounce some of my vowels. That some, make some pot some, some popping noises. Yeah. Okay. So, give an estimate. Like it, it, now, when you're going to edit, let's say one of our typical podcasts, or somewhere around like seven minutes. How long will it take you to do that edit? So it takes me about two and a half hours, around there. As far as so, I can put a favorite is what they're called in audition. And it's pretty much an overlay that you can put on the whole recording. So then you can equalize it to the same amount every time by just pushing one button and do all these other edits. So then you can get a baseline of where you're, you are with all of your edits that you usually put into your regular recordings. And then go from there and then chance for any other parts of the parts of the recording that you need to to make it sound enjoyable and like it fits the rest so all of our episodes should kind of sound relatively the same the same amount of volume the same amount of background noise just kind of like it's it's just kind of your your audio signature if you will type of thing i think two and a half hours is going to surprise a whole bunch of people yeah i think that there's a kind of maybe misconception or perception that you pull out your iPhone, you record, you put it up and you're done because, you know, all the big podcasters just seem to be able to put up so much content. And I I don't think that folks realize that they've got a team of editors sitting behind them actually editing them, even though it sounds very real and there's ums and stops and sirens and construction, even with all of that still left in, it's a very highly edited piece. Yeah, totally. And when we were first starting out again, I could tell from editing, everyone says ums and uhs a lot. And just from editing and seeing and hearing when you're talking to people, them saying uh and being tricked in your mind of that and having that experience of podcasts or editing. Cool. All right. Do we have another another lesson learned for our listeners? So, because it was a lot of pushing out of comfort zones for our team members, and so I had to make sure that they felt comfortable. So that was getting them to do a topic that they love or that they have a lot of interest in. It helps them be themselves and being able to be comfortable 
while recording and being able to black out the microphone in their vision, even though it's sitting right there. But if they can focus on their topic, then it allows them to be relaxed, get the best content out of them, and have a way better podcast if they were uncomfortable. Yeah, I think that for some people, this feels very much like when you first approached them, when we first said we were doing this and team had to participate, I think for a lot of people, they felt like it was like speech class in high school. Did you have, yeah, yes. right? Remember yes. like, and so the teacher would give you a topic like, you know, Saturn, and you'd have to stand up there for five minutes and talk about Saturn, which you knew nothing about, which you had zero interest in if you were me, and it was just horrible. Yeah. I hated it, hated it. But as anyone who knows me knows, get me talking about marketing and I can talk all day, every day. Totally. So I think that that is a, a great trick is really find those subject matter experts in your organization or as yourself and really encourage and allow them to talk about the things that number one interests them yeah and then number two all of the things that we talk about every day i mean we've done so many of these based on a meeting we had or based on a conversation we have or based on even a new biz pitch that we had and especially my topics tend to come out of that you guys will hear me say something be like that needs to be a podcast topic so I'm talking it, I'm living it, I'm breathing it, I'm eating it every day. That makes it very easy for me to forget that this microphone's here. Yep. Some of our other folks who aren't out doing biz dev all the time, who aren't in the meetings all the time, who are you know fingers on keyboard creating the, the great content that we create, this is a little bit different experience for them. But having designers talk about design and project managers talk about project management kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. A third trick. We got one more. Tip. So, for Brain Lava, we try to spread out our topics, and so we don't have two marketing episodes right back to back, and so allows your listeners to get more info, but not the same topic. You aren't boring them to death with the same topic. It's spread out, so at the beginning of the month, we will do a marketing podcast, and then the second week, we will do a technology podcast or a creative podcast. So it really helps your listeners to not be bored with your content and changes it up. Yeah, I think that you can definitely be an expert on one topic. Like if you are, you know, an amazing mechanic for... 1960s motorcycles obviously that's what you're going to talk about but you're going to talk about the carburetor one time do motorcycles have carburetors um you're going to talk about the motor you're going to talk about this this brand and you're going to talk about this and maybe you'll talk about helmets or the attire or wheels yeah so the the different components you know for us that's where the content calendar comes in so we are always trying to calendar out our content a month in advance so what are we talking about this month I think the other thing around kind of that variety of content is making sure you've got enough quote unquote in the can before you start so that when you launch you can stay consistent and not feeling like oh I'm going to do I'm going to do 3 podcasts a week and you do that for one week and then the next week you're like mm. so you know trying to keep it at a reasonable pace which for us is once a week for some other folks they do do it once a day when when they got some some large teams some of those folks uh, out there who are killing it on podcasts are doing it multiple times a day. 
keep in mind, most of those folks, if not all, have a team behind them. But then some other folks are doing it once a month. Like, find your find your yeah, pace. Whatever fits for you and whatever you can do is just another avenue of teaching your audience. Yeah, absolutely. And that's really what this is all about, teaching and sharing. Yep. Perfect. All right. Well, that's our latest issue of Brain Lava. As always, find us. If you want more tips, tricks, if you want to talk to JJ about his experience, you can find us at hello at timodia.com, or you can always check us out on the web, www.timodia.com. Thanks much. Thanks.